3: T-I-K-A Welcome into the New Orleans Pelicans podcast, a podcast dedicated to everything you need to know about the squad.
1: He's still Zion
3: Williamson. All 17 field goal attempts came in the paint. He's a man child. We all know this. He attacks the basket with fervor. He's very powerful, scoring 23 points. He is an all-star. He is a game changer when he is healthy the New Orleans Pelicans can get to the finals. He's that lethal. The New Orleans Pelicans podcast starts right now. Welcome
2: to the Pelicans podcast. I am Joe Cardosi, joined by the hair-raising Jim Eichenhofer, Uh, Halloween approaches, my friend. I love that every day of the week you have shown up in costume. Love the Minions costume today. Uh, But I actually wore the same thing, not even in costume. That's just my normal outfit. I just love a good overall, man. (laughs) Looking good, though.
4: (laughs) I tell you, you know, I I don't want to make too many Phillies references as a Phillies fan, but the <laughs> the Phillies overall became a big thing during the playoffs, and I wonder if overalls are making a comeback in general, and you're doing your so. best to try to, to make that happen, so I, I give you respect for that. You know,
2: I've, I've been seeing the ladies wearing overalls, and I was like, mm. you know what, maybe it's back. I want to look like a working man, but people just point and laugh at me. I guess you're supposed to wear something under the overalls? I don't know. I don't <laughs> know how it works, Jim, but I'm in here, ah. and I'm safe with you now. That's I feel better. Uh, you know what also makes me feel better? The Pelicans are under Undefeated,
4: my friend. The unbeaten Pels are two and zero. Yes, what a great first week of the season. There's actually only three teams left in the Western Conference that do not have a loss. I, I kind of want to hesitate to use the word undefeated because it's like you know two and zero doesn't sure. really count as undefeated. But maybe we get to maybe one more game. I'll say like the undefeated New Orleans Pelicans. There we go. But um between. Denver which is off to a great start looking very difficult to beat Dallas is 2 and 0 and the Pelicans that's it those are the mm-hmm. only three teams left in the west that haven't lost a game I mean we knew the western conference would be formidable and difficult sure. and it's played out that way at least through the first Five six days of the season where everybody is kind of knocking off everyone else.
2: Well, I I started off the uh, the program with it just just a little bit of the national Pels hype that's starting to seep in. You know, i again I don't want to be petty I don't want to get ahead of my skis, but boy it's nice to hear people talking about us as if we exist and are a force in the NBA instead of just a team they remember. Oh, at the end if we're doing well.
4: Yeah, and I think part of that is is the opposition. I mean, you've beaten two teams that both made the playoffs last year. Memphis was a two seed in the west. The Knicks, I think, were a five seed, but they made it to the second round before they were knocked off by Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you've beaten two really good teams. I feel like Monday's game is another... Case where you know, if you get a win, there's going to be whatever the attention is nationally to the Pelicans. I think if they win tonight, it's going to multiply a For ton. Sure. Uh, this is a minor media side note, but I've always noticed this with the way programming is that if you win a weekday, if weekend games kind of get lost a little bit yeah. because there's so much other stuff going on. So, um, a Monday night win will pro against Golden State will probably have. 15 times as much of a factor as a Saturday win against the Knicks. No no yes. disrespect to the Knicks. But it
2: would feel so much better just because of so many eyes being on the Warriors and to be able to show uh, people, hey, the Pelicans are here too, knock, right. knock, knock. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be great to see. Now we should uh, also qualify. We get a, a little bit of good luck as well because the Knicks were coming off a second night of a back-to-back uh, road stretch there, and we are catching the Warriors on a quick turnaround tonight. So let's hope we can uh, catch them on some not-so-fresh legs.
4: Yeah, I mean, that is kind of a break in the schedule. It's funny because the, you know, first home game, like you said, team comes in back-to-back. Second home game, team comes in back-to-back. Third home game against Detroit on Thursday, they also have a back-to-back. They play ah. Wednesday. However, it's less of an advantage because New Orleans also plays Wednesday, and so Thursday is the second night of a back-to-back. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, this will be this will be a good test against the Warriors. Um, good news, bad news, I guess. Good news is that uh, – you know, the fans are going to get to see Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green play. Yeah. Bad news is that for the first time in a while, you're going to see a full bore, full strength Golden State team, which is going to be much more difficult to beat than the team yes. that the Pelicans. The good news for the fans is the bad year. news
2: for the Pelicans, as a right, team, basically.
4: Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm more than happy to take a win in any fashion, sure. in any form, especially, you know, we're hungry. We want to get in the playoffs, we want to win a bunch of games. Um, but yeah the the team that golden state put on the floor that in last november that lost by 42 i believe it was i need to get my calculator out <laughs> right. for that um, that it's not going to be that team at all tonight. So yeah. you're going to get to see the, the Warriors team that won the championship in 2020. No, I
2: mean, you get to see the, the Warriors kind of feeling themselves. I, I don't know if you saw Steph Curry kind of clowning Dylan Brooks mm-hmm. and just seeing Dylan Brooks humiliated in pants. It just makes me feel good. <laughs> uh, but they are going to be coming in, feeling themselves. Even if it is off a of back-to-back, they are the Warriors, uh, we know and have feared now. And uh, this will be a good real test of this Pelicans team, man. I'm I'm really excited about this matchup.
4: Yeah, And by the way, I'm sure Steph Curry enjoys the heck out of <laughs> whatever you described he did against Dylan Brooks. Uh, yes. So, I mean, that was a pretty heated rivalry between the Grizzlies and the Warriors yep. the last couple of years. So now that Dylan Brooks is at a different location and a different address I'm sure a lot of that carries over. Just chef's kiss to that move last night. Uh another one
2: of my favorite things not pelicans related but I did see it when I was getting uh, ready for the show here and it was something I agreed with. I think we can we can both agree with. Uh when when you saw uh Jokic talking about Chet Holmgren, uh he said get fatter. That was his uh, advice. I think
4: that's advice we can get behind my friend. <laughs> you know if there's anything that we can tell athletes you should get fatter. Not only can we get behind that and support that, but we can also demonstrate it. We can. We oh, can yeah. We can lead by example as well. Yes, by- br- bring some cupcakes, and I will. I will yes. give a
2: demonstration or anything really. I'm really an animal. But uh, Jim and I catch us in the uh, in the media room eating, and, and you don't want to get your hand in that scrum. You may lose <laughs> a finger. Uh, so yeah, we we agree with that, man. If yes. You're, if Holmgren needs to get fatter. I think Jokic has proven that. Uh, man, dad bods can still move in the NBA.
4: You know. Yeah, I think you know anyone that thought that you know Denver is going to be have a little championship hangover they're going to be kind of fat I guess yeah. to, to metaphorically <laughs> not not <laughs> right. literally yeah um that was that's been proven to not be the case I mean they've come yeah. out and just dominated they beat the Lakers pretty handily in the f- opener and I, I didn't see the game, but at one point I I saw they were up by 30-something over OKC. Yeah. OKC's off to a really good start, but they really kind of quelled that in the Sunday afternoon game yeah. against the Thunder. So, yeah, impressive start for Denver. So, so getting back to that Knicks
2: game, man, that that was a fun one. Again, that's a gritty team that has always given New Orleans fits. We talked about how physical they are. You know, our old friends, uh, Mitchell Robinson, who's a NOLA native, Julius mm-hmm. Randle, who we had with us for a bit. Uh, no slouches there. Uh, Josh Hart, too. Josh Hart, yes, yep. exactly. Our old mm-hmm. friend Josh Hart. Uh, mm-hmm. so man, it, it was good to see Jordan Hawkins three balls starting to go in that game. it it, it felt tenuous for a bit, even though, you know the final score may
4: not uh, show that. If you were watching that game, it, it felt touch and go for a bit. Yeah, the Knicks made a little bit of a run. I I'm, I wonder if you've been listening to a little bit too much graph because <laughs> I, I wasn't that concerned. I mean, I, I you kind of I kind of look at it like it was a long game and the Pelicans, you know kind of they got a little bit too comfortable maybe. Um the defensive
2: effort was there though. It was, was really nice good. See.
4: And speaking of gritty, the term that you used, I mean, the final score is ninety-six to eighty seven. It made me think, are we have right. we gone back twenty years in <laughs> yeah. the NBA? You never see final scores like that. Right. But I mean, I think the 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 great news from that, and really this also applies to the Pelicans win over Memphis the other day. Is that the defense is playing at a super high level to be able to hold anyone to eighty-seven yeah. points? And the Knicks are a good team. It's not like this is one of the teams that is expected to be in the lottery and right. you know way out of contention. So they did an incredible job against uh, Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson. Um, just they they scored the Knicks scored twelve points in the first quarter, which yeah. is another thing that you just never see. Right. I mean, that's more of like what you see in high school. So that was. Uh, you know, just across the board, the Pelicans are number one in the in the NBA defensively. I realize it's a very small sample; it's only two games. Sure. But still, I mean, to see them at the top of the league in that stat is is really good. Well, I was I was
2: reading some power rankings today, just because uh, again, it, it's nice to feel unbeaten and see what people are saying early on. CBS Sports Power Ranking had Pels at number three. Mm. Uh, that's the highest they've ever been, I think. Uh, up uh, up from number ten. And uh, Pels are now 2-0, and and Zion hasn't attempted a shot outside the paint all as well in Nola. That was the quote. <laughs> I agree, man, that those are, you know, Zion's not having to get outside of his game. It seems like he is operating as he should, and he's proven that uh, he's still a force.
4: Yeah, I think he, he had one shot against Memphis where he took a mid-range jumper and made it. He must have had, like, a toe in the paint. I yeah. thought he was kind of just beyond the free throw line, but... If I went back and looked at it, he probably he must have been just barely inside the paint. So right. that was really the only one, though. Like you said, I mean he's been at the rim, and it's been very encouraging to see how easily he's been able to get to the basket. Easy for him, right? Um, you know he's he's been in fine form, and based on the fact that he hadn't played in an NBA game since January, it's been it's been awesome just to see the way he's come out with these two games. Yeah,
2: and uh, he had uh, he had a lot to say about it after the game. It seemed.
4: Yeah and he he had a he had a long uh, post game press conference he actually at one point kind of l- looked over to the P- PR Matt Ryan i need Help to specify <laughs> and said something like hey man this is kind of going long i think i'm sure he was joking he was happy to talk but yeah, if I was Zion after that game, I'd have just been flexing
2: the whole time. I was giving interviews. So, yep, <laughs> yep, just both arms flexing.
4: But you know, as is the case for a lot of guys on this team, I think you get a lot of you get better stuff when you ask them about other players on the team and not yeah. their own game. So, in this clip, there's actually two clips here. In the first one, Zion talks about just the impact that Herb Jones has had defensively, and he actually said at the beginning of the press conference how he thinks that Herb has actually improved. So that was something that I wanted to have him kind of, you know, delve into it more deeply, which he did in this clip. And then the second clip is is CJ McCollum from Sunday's practice, kind of on the same topic. But I asked him about, you know, Herb's ability to block three point shots, which just is, is astounding. NBA players have kind of a sixth sense of. They know exactly how far away the defender is. They right. know. They know how the, the space to close. Them exactly. Out. And they, Herb's
2: not like a super. He's like 6'11 or something, you know? Yeah. So for him to be able to close out like that is almost a
4: superpower. Yeah. It's, I mean, players just know, okay, this is exactly, it's not even, It's. I don't think it's even a conscious thing. It's like something that they just know, okay, if yeah. I shoot the ball this way and this quickly and the defender is this far yeah, away, feel of there's no way he's yeah. going to block it. So the fact that Herb is able to block threes, he got RJ Barrett in the game yeah. Saturday is just impressive and i mean among the many things that he does defensively that that might be the one that's the flashiest the one that stands yeah. out the most above you know some of the stuff like taking charges that people that are diehard right. basketball fans like me really yeah, it's appreciate dirty
2: work but it's not yeah, pretty yeah.
4: right it's not going to be on a highlight reel right. probably yeah yeah but but anyways in these two clips we have zion and cj just talking about how impressed they are with herb and some of the aspects Hi. of his defensive game
1: 6 p.m. book an exclusive reservation with resi global dining access right this way because the american express platinum card offers access to the centurion lounge must see live events and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with amex terms apply
4: you mentioned uh you don't know how it's possible that herb has improved defensively because he was already at a super high level are there specific things that you're seeing from him? Is it just like the anticipation that he's been in the league for two years now that he's seeing things even even faster, that kind of thing? Uh, something I try to tell about the dudes when they first get in the league is uh, scouting
3: report. You know, some people have certain impacts because they're not on the scouting report, but once you get put on the scouting report, and teams lock in on you. Uh, they start putting in schemes on, you know, how to get her out to do, play defensively. And I mean, the, big, the biggest thing I noticed with Herb is his endurance on defense. Uh, since his rookie year, it's improved a lot. Um, you know, he'll fight through screens and not only fight through them, but he's able to, like, slip through the screens and just, I mean, be there. Like, he got a. There was one late in the game. I don't know how he made the recovery, but he was able to block a three point shot. And, I mean, that's a big stop in a different game. So, plays like that down the line, going to mean a lot.
4: With Herb, um, have you ever seen anyone since you've been in the league that has the ability to block threes the way he does, it seems like that's uh, rare in the NBA, and what is it about, what, what is, is it about the skill set that allows him to, to be able to
1: do that? He's got good length, timing,
3: he's athletic, uh, he doesn't block the shot out of your hand, he lets the ball kind of leave your hand first and he can kind of block it in the air, which is really difficult, and takes athleticism, timing, skill, he covers. You know, every part of the floor takes charges, active on the ball, off the ball. He's, he's, he's elite. He'll be a, he'll be all, all deep to the team this year for sure.
2: There it is, Jim. You know, we, we love Herb Jones here. He is a New Orleans uh, favorite, and it's nice to see maybe some national media uh, getting some eyes on Herb Jones, learning more about Herb Jones. The legend continues to grow here in New Orleans.
4: Yeah, and I think CJ made a good point, too, where he talks about how he thinks that Herb, well, in his opinion, he's like Herb. Herb's going to be all defense this year. Um, I think if the season continues to go the way it has, and granted we're only two games in out of 82, but I mean if the Pelicans win at this rate and he continues to have games like this against marquee teams – I would say that this there's a really good chance that this will be the year that he finally gets on the all defense. Right. Not that he's worried about that, but I mean, I think everybody else would be would love to see that. I would him.
2: love to see that just because if we continue winning at this rate, we'll be eighty two and zero. Uh, uh, but, good point. Good know, point. Uh, other than that, though, uh, it, it it would be nice to see Herb getting some national love, and and and. Yep. Um. So we are looking forward to uh, seeing our old pal. CP three in his expanded new role. Uh, It seems it's it's weird to see him coming off the bench, Uh, but it seems like uh, he is flourishing in that role uh, over there at uh, golden state.
4: Yeah. I mean, he started the first two games before Draymond green came back. There's been a little bit of, uh, I don't know what you want to call it. Controversy is probably too strong of a word, but there's been a lot of debate about, you know, what's going to happen when they have their top six guys, Available And the decision that they made Sunday night against Houston with Draymond making his season debut was to put Chris Paul on the bench and to start really the lineup that got them to, I mentioned earlier, the championship that they won in 2022. Right. The five guys that are starting tonight are is that same group of five. So kind of going back to what they've relied on in the recent past and, and yeah. done obviously extremely well with. But Chris Paul is... He's there to try to fix, I think, some of the second unit problems that they've had in the past where it was a combination of either Steph Curry goes out of the game and there's a huge drop off yeah. or it's just the second unit just can't hold up and they're yeah. they're losing leads right they tried around. to develop a lot of guys that they've drafted in the last couple of years, and I think it's a certain point they realize like yeah, it's great to develop for the future, but this is we're not trying win, right. Yeah. We're trying to win a championship as many championships right. championships as we possibly can. So from that standpoint, I think it it makes sense. And I, I am curious to see, you know, the impact of him with Chris Paul. This will only be his second game of his entire NBA career coming off the bench too. yeah and
2: and I'm also curious to see the uh, fan reaction to Chris Paul. Uh, when he's coming uh, coming in there because, uh, new, I don't know, I don't know, New Orleanians, it seems like divided, whether they boo, whether they cheer. Uh, it's going to be, I, I think maybe the Golden State emblem on the front of the jersey might create a few more boos.
4: Yeah, that. yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say in reaction to what you mentioned. Um, I, I feel like any t- as long as he's on a team that's kind of a, a nemesis of the pelicans to some yeah. degree i mean if he played in the east for some random team maybe people would start oh, to be sure. like yeah that's cool yeah. he's on the pistons or whatever good to see you but but yeah i think as long as he's on golden state a especially that, a
2: contending team in the west and a team
4: that beat the pelicans twice in the playoffs over the yeah. last you know seven eight years you had to so, bring it up. yeah sorry oh, about that that's okay all right i'm gonna
2: gotta be strong <laughs> uh i still i still feel good though man and and if you haven't been looking out for it you gotta check out jim's poll Over on X. Uh, That is Twitter, if you didn't know. uh, That's what it's called now. And Mm -hmm. uh, you've always got a new thing you're throwing out there. Casting for the people to bite on. And uh, some fun stuff
4: this week, Jim. Yeah, I think on Mondays, it might not be every Monday. It might depend a little bit on the game schedule. But Depends on how hungover Jim is. Well, that too. That's more important. Yeah. But um, I'm going to put out a player of the week poll for the Pelicans. There might be some weeks where... Just I, I resist having a poll because I didn't appreciate the way that they played the previous sure, week, yeah. but luckily you want to troll yourself. Luckily, this is not the case. This, <laughs> this, there was no hesitation. This was an excellent week one for the oh, Pelicans. Yeah. They went two and zero, oh, obviously. Um, and so in the player of the week poll, which will close right around tip off tonight, um, yep, it's kind so of a countdown there. to tip off. Um, the four players on there are Brandon Ingram, Herb Jones, CJ McCollum, Zion Williamson. And as we record this Monday morning, all four players have over 20% of votes, which is very odd. You usually see one guy yeah. kind of break out. Parody. And so I like that because it just shows you that it, it's not the case where one guy had to carry the load and had yeah. to do everything and everyone else kind of contributed little scraps here and there. I mean, those four guys I mentioned, and that doesn't include everyone that made big contributions, but that's right. all X will allow is four options. Um, they they all had pretty good first weeks. Um, I want to I want to quote – I also let people comment if they would like and oh, nice, yeah. g- give write-in votes. Um, at Bike Weiss, his comment was he was giving it to C.J. McCollum for playing his role perfectly, not trying to do too much, making the most of his shots, and helping keep a co- cohesive unit. So, it's been a steady hand. Good comment about C.J. He's uh, off to a good start three-point shooting-wise, um, and so that's been uh, a big a big spark. But, yeah, like like you said, vote. Yeah, vote early, vote, vote often. Actually, they probably only let you vote once on yeah. X, but that's Depending okay. on
2: how many accounts you have. Uh, who knows?
4: <laughs> Create some. Pump up those that's numbers. True. That's
2: uh, true. Zion and BI, look, they combined for 50 points. Easy uh, to, to vote for them, but I like that under the radar little uh, the steady hand of C.J. McCollum and you know, I, I said something there. Uh, if you check your keys to the game there, C.J. McCollum might be a, a player to watch tonight.
4: Yes, he's he's going to be my player to watch for week two as well. Now, for tonight's game against Golden State, he and Herb Jones, I mentioned them because they're obviously they're going up against Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, so that's a pretty compelling watch. But yeah. the interesting thing about the rest of this week for the Pelicans is they play Oklahoma City on Wednesday, which obviously has Shea Gilgis-Alexander, mm-hmm. was a top five MVP. And Thursday, Cade Cunningham for Detroit is probably their best player. Yeah. He's a guard as well. And then Saturday, Atlanta comes in here, and you have they have Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. So CJ I, I have as my player to watch just based mm. on the fact that there's so many kind yeah. of tasty – Juicy <laughs> yes. matchups coming up, if I can use one of your terms. Old Juicy Jim with uh, the juice here, man. And by by the way, too quickly to go back to last week, my player to watch was Dyson Daniels. I thought he got off to a, a pretty good start. I mean, he's showing a lot of the the um, kind of less flashy parts of the game right. that he's developing in, some of the rebounding, the defense is really good, yeah. the playmaking, the ball handling. Um, Obviously, though, the shooting is something that he's got to improve. He had some struggles at the free throw line. Yeah. But nonetheless... If you're the player to the watch and the team goes undefeated during that stretch, we'll we'll we will tip our caps to we'll you. keep watching you. You know, yeah. and
2: look, he's still growing into a new body. It's gotta be weird feeling like a pod person who grew like eight inches and forty pounds in a summer. Mm-hmm. Uh it's been a minute since I, I mean I've gained forty pounds in the summer, but right. I stopped growing. Right. So still it's waiting just, for the inches. Yeah, probably. it's just you know, Me I d I I don't need the girth. I need the, the height. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but. Here we go, Pels fans. It's going to be another fun one tonight. If you wanted excitement, uh, there is no shortage of it. Uh, The first two games have been barn burners in terms of opponents, and now...
4: The Golden
2: State Warriors. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll hear from you after the game as well.
4: Maybe. Yeah, I would love to stop by, especially if things go well. But either way, I'm not a front runner. I'll we'll be. Yeah. I'd like to be there either way, even yeah. if things don't go well. But yeah, looking forward to this game. I feel like there aren't that many tickets left as we record this. So yeah, it's gonna be packed. I I really liked the atmosphere Saturday. It was a yeah. very festive crowd. I thought. Um, Tonight, I think, will be festive as well, but I I think there'll be a little bit more intensity piled on just based on what we talked about at that Golden State is is on the court tonight. Oh, absolutely.
2: Sharpen your fangs, Pelicans fans. We want to see you out and about. Uh, Again, like Jim said, it seemed like the atmosphere was fully corrected. Uh, And we want to see you filling the blender. Big thanks to Mr. Jim Eichenhofer for all his hard work. Nose constantly to the grindstone. Uh, Big thanks to you for listening to the Pelicans podcast. We appreciate you so very much. Please tell your friends and pals. Uh, We will talk to you once again on Wednesday. But until then, go (laughs) Pelicans.
3: Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Join us three times per week on pelicans.com, the Pelicans mobile app, or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.